0: This episode of Finding surf Fishing is being brought to you by DS Custom Tackle. DS Custom Tackle has you guys covered for just about anything you need on the other end of your rod here. Any of that fishing line, maybe some rigs, floats, hooks, swivels, lots of great things for the ancillary piece. Lots of good things also on there for different types of jigs, fishing material, things of that nature. It'll cover you no matter where you're at in the country, even the world really. It'll get you set up. So go over to DSCustomTackle.com, get your order in today. Oh, New episode, new week. Uh, This one's going to be a little bit different. Uh, I'm actually recording this on the 12th of April, and this is dropping this Friday for the 14th. I'm going to be fishing in the tournament here, the Spring Pompano Tournament hosted by Perdido Blaine. Lots of fun stuff going to be going on, and I wanted to use this episode in time to uh, basically give you my plan. I know it's kind of weird. I'm going to be fishing in a tournament and I'm giving you all the stuff, but I'm giving it to you on Friday, so technically I have an advantage cuz I'll be fishing Friday morning. Uh, tournament kicks from Friday and it ends Sunday midday. We got the uh, the way in probably I think it's 2:30 o'clock. A lot just a lot of cool stuff and there's going to be a ton of sponsors on the on there just bringing out their stuff, you can pick it up, you can buy it, whatever it may be. Lots of good stuff. So this one is basically a quick, Brian, how are you going to fish the tournament? And uh, hopefully it helps you out. So let's start off with the basics here. Location is going to be, it's going to be a tight one. I hate to say it like that, but it really is. There's over 100 anglers, I know that, and it's running all the way from uh, Alabama to Panama City. So that's a huge, huge open area for fishing. And there's going to be a lot of spots you can get to, and there just tons of beach you can play with, and a lot of people are going to go to their honey holes. We've got a big group coming in from the east coast of Florida. Uh, we got some other out-of-towners. I know we've got Indiana coming down. Old Donnie, I know you're going to be here. Uh, I believe I saw Virginia. we got some guys coming down. Bruce is also there. Uh, fish bites will be there. Yeah, just so many things. But So let's talk about this. All right, so springtime, here's the one tip from me that uh, is probably something I shouldn't pass on, but I want you to be successful, so I'm going to pass it on. Springtime, I've noticed that the majority of fish are far. They're not close. Um, I will keep a line close, obviously, because I don't want to neglect a zone. But the majority of the time and from the past that I've fished up here for these tournaments, almost all the fish have been far. So be ready to get some distance casting done. If you're going to throw some bait and you have a tendency to throw it off, one of the tips that I will give you on casting is get the rod moving first with your right hand. Give it a little pendulum or something like that. You need to get that motion. Zero to 60 real quick can cause things with a lot of jolted force. So give it a little bit of motion forward before you get that big pull to launch it out and the bait should stay on. Another important one I would say uh, I highly recommend is from Justin Reed Fishing. You guys know I'm always out there with him. Uh, But a shock leader. Huge, huge advantage right there. I tie on 30-pound Andy Ghost. Uh, You can pick it up at your local tackle shop. and It's mono. It's strong. It's held up for me. Uh, I've got plenty of it on there. I can normally put on probably 8 to 10 feet. That way I know I have plenty to cut down from there. I'll still be uh, throwing out maybe some floats uh, and definitely going to be throwing beads. I'm going to keep it kind of small, but I'm going to alternate it between all four rods that I'll be using. Uh, I'll have them out there with probably something small, uh, mortician rigs more than likely. You'll see me with that. Maybe a couple, of, definitely a couple of green get I like those. They've done good things for me. So yeah, it's, it's going to be, uh, kind of game time, I guess is the best one is I'm going to go out there and scout it. I'm going to throw out this stuff, get it in the water and see what happens. One thing I will make sure that I am doing on this tournament is I'm not growing roots. This is not the time to sit still. You know, we're out there. We're all competing against each other. We're all in for the money. It's a very large pool. I believe it's $1,500 cash to the winner, plus an RC boat, uh, the fishing surfer. So it's going to be real cool to to get your hands on there. I know there's some rods available. There, there's just a huge prize, prize pool to win this thing. So uh, I'm not going to grow roots. I'm going to move. Uh, whether I move every 20 to 30 minutes will determine basically what I'm, what's going on out there. I'm going to have to play it by ear. We've got a lot of weather that's supposed to be hitting here in the next 48 hours, and it won't affect us too much. The surf's supposed to get better, but I'm also paying attention to that because I need to know which direction the wind's going to be and the waves are going to be. If we're gonna have five footers, I need to be prepared with some Sputniks. I gotta have my sinker guy Sputniks out there, getting in there. I'll probably end up moving up to five ounces if I have to. Uh, hopefully, I don't. But if the current is up, then there's no real choice. You just gotta get it out there and throw it. But uh, paying a lot of attention to the weather, and that's something that it's gonna help me out with my determinations. I will be fishing along the National Seashore. I can happily tell you that. I don't know where yet. I'm still trying to figure that out, and I'll know more probably Friday morning once I'm out there fishing where I'm going to really play. I've got three options, and I recommend the same for you. I'll have a couple of options. There's a lot of people here, so be ready for that. Marine Park. Here in Navarre used to be one of the greatest places to start fishing because it's a very large break in between uh, fishing areas due to the military base right there, and you can't really fish. But the military base also just closed down a zone that is federal property. It's government property, and it's understandable why they're not letting anybody down there now. So it's cut the beach down significantly significantly. So if you're going to fish Marine Park, you're going to need to be out there very early to make sure that you have a spot. And be patient because it's going to be stacked with anglers. So be ready for that. Food. Yeah, bring food. (laughs) <laughs> bring bring water, bring food, bring all the good stuff. You got to have a full assortment. If you're going to be out there all day, you really got to make sure that you got it all set up and you're ready to rock and roll. I don't want you to be out there hating your life. It's supposed to be fun, but make sure you got proper nutrition, hydration, sunscreen, everything that you could possibly need to be ready to go for the day because it's probably going to be a marathon. So make sure you're on that. Back to the other stuff now. Bait. Uh, you will catch me using fish bites as my primary on the synthetics. More than likely, I'll probably use what you guys always see me using whenever I'm reporting catches. I'll have my electric chicken crab, but I will also throw out some shrimp, some fish, by uh, some sand flea. I will throw the buffet out because I need to see what's going to hit. So make sure you bring a myriad of bait. I will have sand fleas. I will have shrimp, uh, fresh dead that I'll be picking up from Half Hitch. I will also have a crab that I picked up from the store. Uh, blue crab is my favorite when it comes to those... Uh, those crab knuckles, so I'll have some crabbies out there, that's going to be thrown out. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to use ghost shrimp, I've heard, you know, I I don't have a lot of luck with ghost shrimp in the regards of catching pompano, I still fling it off, even if I use magic string, I I have a tendency to lose it, so I I might bring it out, but it's not a bad bait to have your hands on, so grab that myriad, make sure you have it available for the weekend, to make it last for the next couple of days, uh, one trick that I've heard if you're going to keep live shrimp or ghost shrimp or anything like that, wrap it up in newspaper. It'll stay alive from uh, what everyone told, you. just keep it cold and keep it in the newspaper and it should still hang out for a little bit. You probably get 24, 48 hours out of it. Sand fleas. To keep them alive, don't submerge them in water. Give them some sand. Give them somewhere to pee out their waste so that way it doesn't end up all over them. Uh, I got a bucket from Walmart not too ago that had the basically there's a tray in it that goes in the bucket you can put the sand in the top it's got holes in the bottom so the sand can filter down and if they pee it gets out of there and goes into the bottom so it's not polluting where they're at Uh, normally I can get about 48 hours out of that and then I'm pretty much done I can't do anything else so then i got to brine them and keep them on for standby plenty of things to pick up for that so pay attention to uh, what you're going to do and how you're going to throw. Zones, like I said, everything's going far, but I'm still going to play the zones. I'm going to be looking for rips. I'm going to be looking for cuts. I'm going to be looking for holes. I'm going after them all. I'm also going to bring my 7-foot dagger, the travel rod, because I'm going to put two things... Actually, I'm going to bring both my 7-footers. The reason is this. One's going to have a pompano jig on it so I can throw it out and do some pomp jigging. The other one will have a metal uh, metal lure of some kind, Uh, I don't know which one, but chances are good I'm probably going to be using the Beach Bum Lure. Uh, That one has been really good to me and hung in there. Uh, I will also have a couple of ES uh, lures in my box, just chilling, waiting to go. And finally, my GI Jigs, because that thing is always fun, so... Uh, That one, Those ones are going to be targeting the other species that are not going to be caught for the tournament. Those are more for me, just for the the freezer. Uh, You still want to have some fun out there. So I'll bring everything, make sure I have everything ready to rock and roll. I don't want to be surprised, I guess is the best way to say it. Saturday and Sunday are going to be the question marks for me. Um, I am not a fan of going into one spot and then fishing it again the following day. I do like to move spots and make other options. That's just me personal. Now, if the fish, the only re- well, I guess the reason I say that is last year, fish to spot, it was beautiful. We nailed the fish. We got plenty of big ones, and everything was good. Went back the next day to try it again, to, you know, hopefully catch lightning in a bottle twice, and it was a barren desert. And uh, I made the big mistake of just staying there all day, willing the fish to bite, and that was, that was a bad move on my part. I should have moved. I should have changed locations. I should have done something else, but... You know, when it's hot, it's hard not to go back to that exact same spot and just start dominating on it, right? So, move around. Just have a plan for number one, number two, number three spots. Saturday will also be the much more busy day of fishing because everybody's off work. You know, we have an advantage on Friday. Some of us can get away from work and get out there and start fishing. Not everybody can, so utilize Friday to your maximum extent possible. Saturday will probably be a lot more busy, so have your spots planned, ready to go, and be ready to get out there very early, so that way you can claim your stake and start fishing. Sunday, uh, I will probably not be fishing, just for the fact of, unfortunately, I will be heading up to the weigh-in early. i got a lot of stuff to do. I'm going to be the weigh-master, quote-unquote, myself and uh, Mike's son will be out there. We'll be doing the weighing so you'll you'll catch us there and that's going to be kind of cool gives us a chance to actually see everybody and that's that's something I'm very much so looking forward to i don't really have too many crazy other things to tell you about except for pay attention to the rules with this tournament uh you got to bring it in you can get it on the beach and get out your camera and start recording you know you got to get the flop the fish show it that it's alive do a 360 to show where you're at your number on your hand you can show uh, show the way or show the size that way they know yes this is that fish. It's it, it sounds daunting um, and it's a little slightly annoying especially if you don't have a second set of hands but it also helps out with a couple of things. Well this is going to be one of those big dollar tournaments so we got to make sure everybody's doing everything on the up and up me doing on the way in i will say this i did say it in alive and i know i haven't got blaine's authorization but i'm sure he won't balk at it uh top fishes I, I'm, I'm going to cut them i'm going to check them with their guts and make sure that they're good to go uh we don't need any surprises here so we will be checking the fish to make sure there's no tampering going on and the sword fillet knife will be coming out to do that damage to make sure that uh we're good we don't want any surprises right we just want to have a good time keep the field even I think the biggest thing that I'm worried about this year is going to be uh, mostly grass. We've had a a few reports of it coming. It's not the massive bloom. That's still way down south, but we're still getting remnants. Uh, That's kind of my only, all right, what am I going to do if this happens? And pretty much what I'm going to do is start heading into other locations. There's really nothing more to do but get out there and change it. It's going to suck. Sure, you're losing time, but... It's probably better to lose that time than to be fighting a pompano when you got a giant sargassum bloom on there and next thing you know, you lose the fish because, you know, they just couldn't handle it or chafage. So if there's grass, just be ready to play around it or move. Don't don't dwell on it. Don't let it get you down. Just get out there and do something different. Move it out, change it up. Finally, I think the hardest part of this whole tournament really is going to be catching the fish. I know it sounds horrible, and I'm pretty good at scouting, but, man, any kind of a tournament, and it's this much range, I always have to worry about where the fish are. It's just stuck in my head, like, where are they at? Where are they catching? Who caught what? And the text groups will be blowing up. Oh, I caught fish. Well, what is it? Oh, you'll see it at weigh-in. All right, so it's a decent one. It doesn't matter if you catch a 12-inch pompano. Take it to the weigh-in. Because your 12-incher might actually be a placement. You never know in these things. Don't skimp on these weigh-ins. Don't give up if you think you have, your fish isn't big enough. I have gone to every weigh-in that I've been a tournament of, uh, part of the tournament, whether I've caught or not. I brought in a small one when I did Roy's, and, hey, I still placed in the top 10. It wasn't a monster, but I still placed. Had I said, oh, I didn't catch a big enough one, I'm not going to fish, you know, I'm not going to show up, I wouldn't have won that. So it. I got my buy-in back. That was a win. <laughs> Take that when you can, right? So... That's pretty much the big stuff. Hit the hit the tackle shop. Hopefully you're hearing this at midnight on Friday. So, hopefully on Friday morning, if you don't have your stuff, go hit your local tackle shop. We've got a lot of great ones here in the area. You've got Half Hitch right there in Navarre, Emerald Coast Bait and Tackle Fort Walton, Half Hitch Destin. Uh, you can what over in Pensacola, you've got Outcast up the road golf breeze bait and tackle everybody's got some stuff that you might need so don't forget make sure you got that stuff all ready to go and have other stuff on standby because you never know when you're going to need to change out a leader you never know when you're going to need to change out your rig you never know if you're going to have to change bait because it wasn't that and all you have they were hitting is this bait so just be prepared that is going to be one of the biggest things that's going to make or break so many different options Lots of fun stuff to be had. So have it all and be ready to go. Other than that, I wish I had more fun stuff for you. I really do. But I don't this is going to be a short episode since it's got to air this Friday and my original plan for my episode uh, was kind of messed up. And this seemed like a really good idea to give you some of that. So if you got questions, by all means fire them over to me, send them an email. Uh, I'm always around finding demo, at gmail.com. You can get all my other links through my social. You're welcome to send me a PM through Facebook, Instagram, uh, talk. Uh, I'm on all of them. So I-, I will do my best to respond, but, uh, come tournament time, there will be a a long delay because I will hopefully be dancing with my rods like I was the last time we did this tournament. Thanks for being here. Thanks for making the show what it is. I appreciate you. I'm always glad you're here. Sorry, this is a short one. Stay tuned next week. We got a lot of really good stuff coming and many, many, many more fun guests with a lot of great info. I will see you next week. I'm out of here.